Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You bring people to care. You want you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yep. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm know sure what somebody's they call written that one too. with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I would I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw sacrifice at my my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, uh, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone welcome to superhero speak and i'm your host dave and john jd here and uh wow we have uh we have a lot to talk about this week well not really no but we don't <laughs> we have we have some interesting things to talk about um before we get into all of that, though, how are you guys doing? John, John, please, tell us how you are. Uh, <laughs> I am just, I'm a little bit melancholy, as we were just, as we were talking about. Like, Mira Furlan passed away, and it kind of hits home because I interviewed her. I actually went back and listened, I actually went back and listened to one of our episodes. Um, this is what it takes. Um, you know, this, this must be what it's like uh, to be Terry Gross, you know? Um, if you don't know, Terry Gross is like a, is probably one of the most prolific interviewers in the world. She works for NPR and she's like did multiple interviews with people up until they, you know, and she, she's interviewed more people that have died than anybody else on the planet, probably. And it's Barbara just, Walters is still alive, right? True. But Terry Gross has got her. Okay. I'll give you, I, I, I'll bet you she's got her. But the thing is that it's like, you know, it's kind of a shock, um, I, I don't know why it hits. I mean, like it, Babylon five was really important to me. It was, I have, I have a very large Babylon five um, framed uh, picture original on my wall. Uh, and like that show, that show was both incredibly fun. One of the most well-written, it was, you know, J. Michael Straczynski wrote it, wrote for it. Um, and the cast they had was amazing. Um, and we interviewed her at the great, uh, Philly comic-con in Oaks in, uh, was it to 2017 in April. And she was sitting there in a booth next to Bruce Boxleitner, who had always also been on Babylon five, Bruce Boxleitner being Tron and, you know, a whole bunch of other characters. And, uh, you know, I got to interview both of them, um, one at a time. And, you know, it's just kind of, just kind of a shock. Yes. I wasn't, I was at that con, but I wasn't with you because that was like one of the mornings you went early and grabbed interviews. Um, oh my God, JD, don't die. Um, I couldn't get to my mute button quick enough. Look, look, even, <laughs> even JD's choked up. I mean, you know. um, and I don't remember if I said this at the time, you just listened to the episode. So maybe I, I did say it. Um, she kind of hit on me. I, I was at a con with her 11 years ago. I was working the convention and doing line control in the autograph area. It was a really small area where they had all the celebrities. And like, strangest thing in the world, 
like um it was like at the end of the day might have been at the end of the last day and um her handler came over to me and said that uh, that she wanted me to talk to her i was like okay so i go to her and like she just starts to, like she just started chatting with me and she's like oh i haven't signed your shirt yet because like the volunteers would get their shirts signed and so she signed my she grabbed a pen and just signed my shirt you know it was just like i'm like this is this is weird because like you know you're older and I'm married. I didn't say that, but that's what I was thinking. So, yeah. Um, well, all, all I know is that she was a very beautiful person. Oh, and, she was a very nice person. It was just well, it, it was weird and, and, and that, and you, if you remember that interview, like that was back when, and I, I wrote this in a Facebook post, that was back when our, our equipment sucked. I was still new to interviewing. I was trying to figure out how to interview people. I was trying to, I was trying to, tamp myself down so I could interview stars without stammering. Uh, and um, and we were going to those cold, right? Because it's Great mm-hmm. Philly Comic Con. Yep. You know, if if somebody didn't have a line, you got went and got an interview as fast as you could possibly. And in her right. case, like she was really nice. She um, she took our number and then she called us back when she was free. And we ran and got an interview from her. And um you know, it's like we didn't we go into a cold. She 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 handled me more than I handled her. Well, yes. You know, but but it was okay because you know. But she's she's one of those people that has this. She had she she had a view of life that very few people do. A very expansive, um, very um, I don't know how to say this poignantly. It, it she just she understood how small we were in the universe, and she was okay with it. And she tended to act in accordance, and it made her. She was a good person, you know. Yeah, was this a, really, was this really got you. Yeah, very touching, yeah. John. This week, John shows his lighter side. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> I my say, lighter oh, side. I'd say heavy, man. John's uh, well, feeling it, man. I've never, I never heard you like um, express such uh, affinity and and remorse for for the loss of a um, person you didn't really know. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, again, you go back to Babylon 5 and the writing on the show was so good that you felt really close to the characters. And it 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 did the range between, you know, making you laugh out loud, like having to pause the damn actually before you could pause stuff. I mean, you you would sit there choking on on, you know, soda and and then, you know, crying the next day. It was amazing. Um, And she, you know, she her life wasn't that great too. She came out of Yugoslavia when they were all, you know, all about the Croatian wars, you know, she wrote, she was literally running for her life when she came over here. So, you know, she's, it's just, you know, and, and, and again, like some, there are some people when you interview them, you, you find, you find out that they're much nicer people than you really expect from stars, you know, yeah. her and uh, what's his name, Filch from, um, uh, from Harry Potter, uh, God damn it. I never remember his name. Um, anyway, it's like, yeah, or, or uh, Marina Sirtis or even Bruce Boxleitner was much nicer or uh, um, R.A. Salvatore. I mean, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of stars you meet that are suddenly you, you suddenly realize are really good people. And it's 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 nice because, you know, all that time you spent like, yeah, you know, wondering wondering who they were behind this behind the scenes and and appreciating their work and all that and you come to find out hey you can appreciate them as a person too and it's you know it's uh it's 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 great 
you know, and sometimes it's really good. Yes. And sometimes it's really bad. But, sometimes uh, it's really bad. Yes. <laughs> but the, uh, Wesley. <clears throat> uh, yeah. I was going to say, some of those people never agreed to be on the show. So we won't worry about that. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I, it just, I don't know. Yeah. It, it got to me. Yeah. It got to me. I got it. Like um, a few weeks ago on Christmas, uh, a wrestler by the name of Brody Lee passed away and he was about my age and he had two young boys, an eight and a four year old or eight and a three year old. Oh, wow. And that like, um, it's a non-COVID related lung issue where they, Oof. I think they, they even said, but it sounds like it might've been like cancer because he was at um, Mayo Clinic and it just, it really, it really got to me. Cause like, yeah, it's one of those people and you never hear a bad thing about him. And like everybody was remorseful on this. And it just, like, it was literally a guy who was super healthy and then all of a sudden he was gone, yeah. you know? So I feel, I feel where you're coming from. Mm. Oh, I, and it Filch, David Bradley, David Bradley is the nicest yeah. old man you've ever met. He's like everybody's favorite grandpa. So, yeah, you know, it's guys like it's people like actors and actresses like that that are just you know you it, you can appreciate them so much more at that point because you know that they're nice people and they're 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 looking to entertain you and make your life better. They they like it. They they, they love the the they love the um, the fans and they do you know they're just I don't know. It's definitely more fun to partake in these hobbies when you like the people that are you know, creating them and, and giving you so much enjoyment. It's harder. It's harder to appreciate work when you don't like the human being that you're working with, or you're not working with, that you're, you're reading or watching or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like a cognitive dissonance when you're trying to reconcile the fact that the person's a horrible human being, but you really like their work. It's like, what do I do? Like you kind of feel icky about it. All right. How so, about- yeah. That was that heavy enough? Are you are you are you good now, Dave? Are you glad you asked me? Yes, I'm glad you opened up. Mm. How about you, JT? I'm okay. I was <laughs> I feel kind of bad following that up. It's like you know how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? A little long. Um, wasn't a fan of the ending. Um, no, uh, I, you know, uh, I wrote an article this past week that I was super proud of. I put like three weeks of research into it. It was like this weird article that bridged both like Russian freestyle wrestling into Japanese professional wrestling. And I really thought that I was literally the only person on earth that could see both sides of the story. And uh, I think it's the best thing that I've written. And I don't know if I, I don't know if what I do is really journalism. I think I do like more of these like essays, like yeah. dumbed down essays is what I would call them. And I think it's like the best one I've done. It's it got a pretty good response. And like I said, to be able to take things that I love, like real amateur wrestling and like pro wrestling and write about them together. It was really cool. I, I quite enjoyed that experience. So if anybody's interested in that, I think it's up on fight game media right now. And it was uh, about a dude named Victor Zangief who was, who became, who was a, a freestyle world champ who moved to pro wrestling, who became so popular in Japan. They named the character Zangief from more from us. Uh, I was going to say it also yeah. appeared in street yeah, that's, fighter, right? Yeah, that's where they got the guy. Yeah. Street fighter two. That's where they got the guy's <laughs> name from. So uh, it was really cool. It was a fun story. Other than that, man, I'm good. I, my Mondays are, are crazy. Uh, I finished my 3000 words for the day. Now I got this show. I got the other show when we get done. So Monday nights, my voice is like, Bleh! so I always look forward to my Tuesday mornings. <laughs> oh, honey chamomile, man. Can't go wrong. Word. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a pot. That's a video joke. I had a, I actually have a cup of tea right here. So, yes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm exactly. good. Dave, how, how was your week? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> just, uh, you know, it's funny. Cause I was going to say, I, I wasn't, I didn't have a great week either. Um, yeah, you know, I I did a lot of sulking, and uh, but then John stole my thunder. So yeah, 
Yeah, we can't have any more sulky on the show today. I mean, no, John, no, I know, John. No, nope, no, nope. I, I, you know, um, we, there is a quota. I've met I, that. I hurt I, myself today. <laughs> um, so I mean, another another week in the gym. Uh, so that was good. And uh, I actually wrote a bass and drum line to the song. Cool. That was premiered on the show uh, two weeks ago. That John still hasn't heard because I'm sure he hasn't listened to that episode. I'm sulking. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I'm 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 happy how it's turning out, and it's like, but I'm not a good enough guitar player to like put a lead part onto it. So I might try to find someone who can help me with that. But Craigslist, baby, I have plenty of guitar friends, so oh, okay, that's not an issue. Um, but uh, but I have something, I have something, guys, that affects all of us. That I have to get off my chest. We're getting COVID. paid. COVID. <laughs> we both went in different directions. <laughs> <that> COVID. Yes. <laughs> so we, we shouldn't have done. We we shouldn't have gone out together. I mean. So yeah. last week, JD made a joke on the show. Oh God, what did I do this time? That was. Mm. Um, You've made us trend. Is what that, you've done. <laughs> that, that made me laugh, and ended up being the name of the episode. Oh, that's true. Amish insurrection. Yes. Right. I thought that was hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. Um, and I'd say, do we get Amish people that complained? But I bet we didn't. <laughs> no, no. But the, here's the funny thing. Depends on the now, sect. <laughs> now, you guys know, little behind the scenes people, I do everything in my power to make sure we keep politics out of this show as best Des- we can. Despite John and I's best efforts some weeks. Yep. Yes. Um, Dave plays this. Dave plays a straight and narrow. Um, our video, not no issue on Spotify or anything like that. Our video was throttled on YouTube. For define define throttle. What does that mean? Uh, they don't. They're not. They're not showing it to as many people as they normally do. And because yeah, um, yeah, the Amish, and, and if you go to YouTube, it's got one of those nice little information boxes under it about the election. And I'm like, what the? It hell? was just a title. It was just a joke. But obviously, they have bots that just saw insurrection and threw that on there and then <laughs> throttled it. <laughs> I on the show again. Oh Lord! So, so funny. gags on me. I spent time editing that thing. No, you you have no idea. You this is like yeah. Okay, well, you know you're so we're, we'll blame it on you. But YouTube is up. I'm asking all of our fans who are listening to the podcast and watching go to YouTube YouTube.com forward slash superhero speak. Go to last week's episode Amish Insurrection and like and comment the crap out of it. Because screw you, YouTube. It was just yeah. a joke. <laughs> this this is a problem that a lot of YouTubers have, is that the automated systems suck and they are constantly hurting people that are, that are posting stuff that has nothing to do with what they're getting right. for. I man, that's been a big problem. A lot of the the video wrestling podcasts is a lot of people are getting flagged for just talking about these shows, not even showing footage of. Them. Oh, for copyright, right? Yeah, for copyright. Oh, like geez. this, YouTube's gone crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I've, I've, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube and like YouTubers will talk about how, like, as long as the copyright holder complains, nine times out of 10, they're just like, okay, automatic strike. Like they don't go and check the actual video. Yeah, that happened to me like a decade ago with my, my John Wesley shit movie, Grotesque. Some dude that has the copyright on a terrible horror movie made in like the 70s complained and threw a strike at me for copyright and i had to like jump through some hoops like and i had to reach out to this guy and he's like oh we saw the title and just assumed and this was almost a decade ago so the yeah. fact that it's even worse now is crazy oh it's worse because there was it they I don't know, something crazy like there's four thousand hours of video being uploaded to youtube every minute 
Oh yeah, Ugh. some it's ridiculous like, number. Yeah. yeah, it's like some crazy, crazy number. And there's, you know, there's, it's no, there's no human, there's no way humanly possible to, um, to review Water, all that. Yeah. So they rely on algorithms, but their algorithms suck, and the algorithms are in effect controlled by copyright holders. And you know, like, yeah, the guy, the guy saw, the guy saw your your uh, title and dinged you for it. There are um, there are many 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 reports of people putting copyright free uh, music or their own music up on YouTube and get copyright dinged by people by bots oh, or by people that that's claim crazy. It that's because own. that's because they have bots that just listen to everything that's on YouTube that goes up and if there's something that matches. They just it automatically sends a, a copyright notification. Warner Brothers is the worst one for yes, that. Yes, Warner Brothers is man, and know. and it's like yeah, you could write a song that has the same chords as an as a popular song, which is really easy to do, but it's a completely different song. Yeah, and they'll try to ding you on it, and you have to go. You then you have to manually fight it, and it's like no, like someone is going to copyright claim. They should be have to like actually fill something out. And ha- not just have a bot do it, you know? So yeah. I know, I know, again, 4,000 hours a second, it's kind of hard to do that, but. But, but yeah. Right, but it's, right here, it's, YouTube, right here. But still, like, you know, they, there's, they, they could have, they, they could not like have it so tight. Like nobody's going to die because you're filming your baby. And this really happened. Somebody filmed their baby dancing and the song was in the background and the song was in the background and people are talking over it. It's like, nobody's going to rip that. And yet they, I think it was Warner again, that hey, the copyright claimed that one a, a <laughs> like, and, t- and took and, and gave them a strike, not just claimed it, but struck their, their, their account. It's like Terrible. the baby uh, dancing. Uh, one of the YouTubers I watch, uh, Danny Gonzalez. Um, he takes like TikTok videos and like watches them, but then like, you know, makes fun of them and stuff. And like talks over it, and like he got a copyright strike because he used somebody's TikTok video that had music in it. So, but whoever owned the music, you know, yeah, not on TikTok didn't get a copyright strike, you know, but YouTube did it. It's like, oh, okay. So we no. could continue talking about this. This is padding if we want to keep the same video length. <laughs> I've already checked out of this one. Screw YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, is that the name of this episode? Screw YouTube. See what happens. That's a nice little experiment. <laughs> YouTube, eat it. Also, First uh, Amendment. No. <laughs> um, so it's not what First right. Amendment is. I know because well, they're a private company. I know. Yes. Well, let's uh, let's let's move off of YouTube and let's talk about Vision. Yes, WandaVision. You're okay. caught up, right, guys? Oh yes. Yeah. So I, I watched it twice. My wife okay. stayed up this Friday night to watch it. She didn't wow. even wait till our Sunday. She put the kid to bed and said, come on, we got to watch WandaVision. I'm like, hell yeah, that's why I married you. Like, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky All man. Right. Lucky so, man. I know. So number one, number one here, before we even get into this week's episode, I was listening to a podcast today at the gym. Um, and they're talking about WandaVision and the people on the show who claim they're geeks obviously don't read Marvel comics. <laughs> because they're like they have no idea what's going on and it's like i really feel like messaging them and saying no that's okay. read house of m yeah that's okay man if they came to the marvel stuff through the movies like i'm not gonna fault them i mean like let's no, be real. none of us is reading modern day marvel so yeah you know i'm not gonna poop too much on it and it's more because i haven't enjoyed it in recent years but yeah let's not 
Let's not get too. They didn't know who Monica. I, yeah, they I, didn't know who Monica Rambo was. No, no, no. But it made me. It made like me period. Realize. Like they didn't know who she was. Period. Exactly. Yeah, she's kind of a deeper cut character. Like, yeah. hmm. but what's but that, that then that's I think that's really what I was getting at. What you were just kind of saying. It's interesting to see people who like these characters, enjoy these characters, haven't read comics in years. Now diving into a show like this, which is not directly pulling from comic book lore, but like if you've read those books, you know heavily ins- the- heavily inspired by. Yes, exactly, heavily inspired by it. You're like. All right, I get where they're going with it. It's just a weird way to get us there. And yeah. So my wife's one of these people, like, you know, like and it creates for a completely different viewing experience because they literally don't know. And we kind of talked about this last week. We're like, is this going to be a jumping off point for some people? Because it's so different. Right. And like, so I can see people who just are MCU fans, which is fine. They're, that's the, that's keeping Marvel Comics afloat right now. So um, that no mouse thing. But I mean, like, if they're not getting it, that's cool because they're kind of, we kind of, it's like where the Game of Thrones, the people have read the Game of Thrones books and everybody else, the people that are just watching the Game of Thrones show and we're like, the Red Wedding's coming up and we're like, hey man, this, it's got, wait, just wait. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of fun to be kind of in on the ground level, but like, I kind of envy them because they have, they don't know what's coming and we don't either. We think we know what's coming, Yeah, no. but, but like we have a good <laughs> no. idea what's coming. Right, right. We know, we know what the connective tissue is. Yeah, that's a good description. But description. we're... <laughs> but we don't know we don't know the story but yeah you know Um, the outline of where it could go and your it like your excitement comes from well it could be this or it could be that mm -hmm. or it could be the start of mutants or it could be you know i mean what's what's really interesting is we we threw a lot of theories around last week and a lot of people also online are talking about like is it all in her head blah 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 and it's like well i kind of think they showed us no it's not in her head this week when she kicked Monica out of whatever bubble that they're in. Right. Geraldine. Um, there's something. John is probably more correct you, you know, than most of us. Can can I can yes. I just I, I need to okay, I am more than convinced now that there are at least three different factions here. Possibly. There there's there's Geraldine and, or you know, Monica Rambo and Sword. There's um there are the townspeople who seem to like the, the doctor, the last thing he said was small towns you can't seem to get away you can't seem to get out of them mm-hmm. um so the townspeople who are like being sucked into this reality warping and are being forced to you know play characters and then you've got and then and then i think you've got herb and um and Just, uh, and this and what's her name the the other witch hagatha uh Har- her name is Agnes on the Ag- show. Agnes, but right. it's clearly Agatha Harkness. Right. So, I, and and I think there are third factions somehow. There's a lot going on. Yeah, but I mean, because because they all seem to they all seem to be uh, talking about different things, right? There there were certain scenes where it looks like, you know, Agatha and Herb are are, you know, talking about stuff, but they but they were talking about they 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 don't seem to be like forced so much to play things as they are acting out themselves mm-hmm. and they're talking about uh about monica rambo as if she's a you know not part of their group right like an outsider yeah she was, clearly yeah there's a it, so here's kind of where where i'm thinking right now i'm thinking someone else is in control but i think that wanda is slowly wrestling that control away from whoever initially put them in there's another theory to that the Later. commercial this time 
So the commercial this time was Hydra. Right. But it said Hydra, what was the tagline was Hydra, when you want to go somewhere, but don't want to go anywhere. Right. It was the Calgon. They were doing a take on the old Calgon commercial. Right. Right. Calgon, take me away. See, I'm from the 80s and I knew that. But yes. But but, (laughs) but that's 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 the thing. When you want to go somewhere, but don't want to go anywhere. Right. Are they like... And then I'm I'm still not sure. I'm I'm pretty sure Wanda's it always been in control. Uh, but but I'm wondering if this also has something to do with a Hydra machine or something where she hooked her and Vision up to it or something. It's possible. So, so well, that's that's a good. I mean, you're making a good point. The thing is, it's like I'm I'm wondering. It's going to be one of those things where there's like little things that are happening in the show that we're maybe looking past that are going to like, you know, once it reveals what's going on, you're like, Oh, that all makes sense now. Um, like the choking, you know, and how they all acted when the, the guy was choking and vision saved his life. And well, then- that's, that's townspeople being trapped in it. And like the, the, the wife of the guy who was choking, trying to snap out of it because her husband's joking and like, please stop, please stop, you know? And, and, then, and starting to get, and and then the camera angle getting creepy and right and then the radio the voice on the radio the tree branch hitting the window mm-hmm. and scaring them well that was like, clearly the drone the helicopter drone right? yeah right that's what I thought like like something yeah. trying to break in and then the neighbor like it was such a weird thing like everyone I think glossed over maybe I don't know cutting the wall. Yeah, cutting the down the wall. Clippers? There's something yeah. there. There's something. It's a little on the nose, but I mean, there's definitely something there. I wonder, because <clears throat> you're, John, you're saying this machine thing, and like, I don't think you're wrong, but I mean, we wind up with her involved with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which right. leads me to believe that we are somehow magically connected. My favorite moment this week is where uh, her, her, because people were getting on her about losing the Sokovian accent, and she's like, it's part of the story which made sense. And then all of a sudden, like when she said, she didn't say, Oh, I had a brother named Pietro. It was like, she went full on into the accent and yeah, sung the yeah, child, yeah. the lullaby and Sokovian. Like I was like, that is cool. That is yep. a nice little, that is a nice callback. And like, it makes, there's a lot going on. Like, and I, I really dig that we don't really have a full idea, but I do think there's this weird, I almost think like, here's okay. Let me throw some at you. What if this was intentionally like, like you said, she's strapped to some type of a device or something that's trying to control her. Like almost like the way the vibe I got this week was like, you ever read under the dome from Stephen King? It was like mm-hmm. under the dome meets Pleasantville, but then all right. of a sudden she takes control of the dome. Right. I mean, yeah, there's like, magic involved. There's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're like trying to figure it out. I still think we're going to wind up with Mephisto or some proxy, perhaps maybe mm-hmm. nightmare. Cause to get it back into Dr. Strange. Oh yeah. We're, we're going to oh, get yeah. something I mean, something magical out agnes this. keeps mentioning her husband her, that you know doesn't yes exist. <clears throat> ralph ralph that um, was something there. yet mm. there's but, something there and and you know every time i mean wanda's obviously in control because every time somebody gets somebody does something that like breaks breaks her her reality right like you know vision starting to say wanda i think there's something wrong and rewind and she rewinds it the or digital Monica Rambo the, out. The digital blip this week was nice. Instead of like a full rewind, it was just like a like a digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a nice. That was it. A was, nice it touch. was like they cut actual film, right? Yeah, it, it right. was. It was cool. That was very cool. Um, I like. I really like where this is going, and we still have more episodes, and I don't know quite where we go from here. So, mm. so that's another thing. Um, I didn't include this article because I knew we were talking about it here. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen said in an interview that. 
they previewed the first three episodes to like people. And the reason they didn't show the fourth is because that's when things start, start getting start to get revealed what's really going on. Well, that's you know, that's that make that works for the three act storyline because it's the end of act three that we get our first change. So if you with nine episodes in the season, the, the math works. So mm. yeah. Right. So yeah, so this week we'll get to know, you know, a little more about what's going on mm. and and uh you know, of course they say it's not what you think it's gonna be, it's not what you're expecting. So it never I, is. Can I just say two th- two other things? Um the the music you know, you got Brady Bunch. It was obviously a Brady Bunch takeoff. Yeah. Sans Bunch. Um, but, you know, there was also hints of... Um, Partridge the Mon- Family. The Partridge Family. Yeah, they, they had a harpsichord riff in yeah. there. That's uh-huh. like, oh, Partridge Family. Yeah, yeah. that beginning, that uh, that intro sequence. Like my wife said it's Brady Bunch or Roger Virginia. I said, no, that's that's uh, Partridge Family. Yeah. And, like, they, da, 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 and then the monkeys. They had the, the monkeys. monkeys. What, a, what a brilliant use of non-diegetic sound. Like, yeah. I absolutely love when, um, when we get juxtaposition with music to scenery. Like, Daydream Believer in yep. that sequence. My God, just perfect marvel doesn't they don't go to the licensed music well all the time but when they use it it's always good always yeah uh the other thing was uh the you know even though even though we're geeks and we're trying to unravel this the the way they wrote the these quote-unquote shows the the banter is still hysterical in some places like when the lights when they when the the next door neighbor the wife comes in and says do these earrings make me look fat? And the lights go out, and he says, "Oh, thank God!" I was like, a chuckle. I, I lost it. <laughs> so it was funny. Uh, Jimmy Palmiotti, a friend of the show, has uh, put on his Twitter that like him and his wife weren't laughing at the jokes, and I was like, I don't think you're supposed to laugh at the jokes. Like, but that one was good. Be, that one was fun. Yeah, I did laugh at that one too. I think it's more of like a facsimile of what a uh, '60s sitcom would be than like an actual like mirroring of one. Yeah. You know, I think it's supposed to feel hollow. Well, well, society's changed so much that if you go back and watch the Brady Bunch or any of those shows, they're not as funny as they used to be because because no. things have changed a bit. You know, the way we think has changed, the way we feel about things has changed, and you know that those kinds of situations, some of those situations are now you know not funny anymore or just you know kind of blah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's all I had to say. Right. Well, I'm, and it's yeah, it's a situation comedy, and there are things that just don't work anymore because you know like i mean i can't imagine people of today watching shows from the 60s and 70s where like there's an episode where the kids are fighting over using the telephone i'm sure they have no idea what that's like oh that that reminds me like again you know little little spots in these things that tell you what's going on like he goes to a vision goes to use the phone to uh call the doctor but the phone is disconnected you know, yeah, little things like that. But you know, uh, jokes, jokes like the doctor made, where you know we like to we like to use fruit because you know to dumb it down, so you know, so that the wives can understand it. It's like, yeah, that kind of humor, like that's humor you would have heard in the seventies. That's true. It's not funny anymore, <laughs> right? There's some stuff that the jokes you're like, oh, like yeah, yeah, you get that, you get that every now and then, like watching a Looney Tunes, and you're like, oh, that's remarkably racist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so here's a. I don't see it on the list, John, Dave. If I'm wrong, tell me. The rumors of the uh, the uh, the cut post credit sequence from Endgame. I saw it in. I thought it was it's in the, the list. Was it in the email? I yeah, can't it's see in the it. Email. Oh, okay. I'll shut up then. <laughs> Pre-recorded. Oh, there it is. Shout out and then yeah, that, that, that. 
We should probably add that on now, though, because it like because one, I, I spoiled yes, it. yes, yes. Yeah. So you've spoiled it. So yes, I spoiled it. Uh, uh, apparently, there is a cut post credit scene that uh, Paul Bettany talked about in Endgame because obviously he wasn't in Endgame because he was dead at that point um, in the movies. But there was a post credit scene where um, Scarlet Witch went and collected his body, and then like that was the whole scene. So they they shot it; it exists somewhere, but they cut it from the film. Um, We'll, we'll we'll get it in the Snyder. <laughs> so that's that's the question, right? Because does that mean that actually is Vision, and she brought him back to life somehow? If she's got the ability to create children out of yes. nothingness, why not bring back an android? Like Vision, he's a robot. Like he's a synthesizer, but, but I mean, he's a robot. But they, and they've also made mention of the fact. Remember, like in the end of Endgame, um, where they were talking about. I forget what they were talking about. It was her and uh, Hawkeye. And she said something about, you know, do you think that um, they know that we care? And and she said, yes, we do. There's something about Vision's mind being inside her. Like she had connected to him somehow. It's in the, it's, if you watch the end of Endgame. I don't doubt, I don't doubt you. That makes, and then, but you know, my son also keeps pointing out he's got the Mind Stone again. Right, but is it the Mind Stone or is it just a gem? You know, I don't know. I mean, is her power or her reality warping? I mean, yeah, her reality warping powers are up there, right? Like, she's up there with mad in the air. In the comics, yeah, in the comics, she's an Omega level mutant. Gone. Um, in the TV, in the TV, yeah, TV, TV streaming, movie, whatever. Like, they haven't established. They haven't put a cap. Like she's never been shown to be this powerful till now. But apparently now she's a lot more motivated. Yeah. Well, she's got. I mean, she's gotten more powerful every time we've seen her. I mean, that's like, true. In the beginning, she was you know holding her own in Age of Ultron. Now we get to then we get to Endgame, and she's like throwing Thanos around. And you know, the only way to to, to stop the only way he didn't die was because they you know they that's rained true. fire. That's so, true. What you know. a great scene. Um, yeah. So I'm convinced more than ever now we are going to get Pietro back. Yeah. Because that, that, that whole scene when she talked about him, it was like... She reacted. Know, she reacted. So it's like, oh, is she going to all of a sudden, you know, oh, my brother's here to visit. And he's going to come knock on the door. It could yeah. be. It could be. I've been wondering from the get-go if that's his voice, though. Which voice? On the radio. Wanda. No, no, that the voice I I thought I read somewhere that the voice was actually the Did they FB, say the FBI guy from um from uh Ant Man. Jimmy Woo? Yeah, I think I think it was Jimmy Woo. Hmm. I haven't I, that. That's why I read it somewhere. I I I, I like Ran, I like Randall Park. If he's on the show, I'm good with that. That guy's awesome. He's perfect for Jimmy Woo. That's awesome. I the spot on casting, love everything about that. Mm. If that's true too, but I do I still have a strong suspicion we will be getting Quicksilver back. Because why not? Yeah. You know, there's no no embargo anymore. No. And and like, you know, well, the other thing is, what I mean, it's kind of disconcerting to have an Omega level reality warper who's having a psychotic break. Well, yeah, know? that's but that's the whole point of the of the <laughs> House of M and uh, Avengers disassembled stories. Right. Right. So does that mean Doctor Strange um, madness is going to be like Doctor Strange basically, you know? She has has Scarlet Witch on a couch, like so. Tell Does, me about your childhood. <laughs> let me throw let me throw a ponderance at you. Does Wanda create the multiverse? Holy crap! Well, that would be ah uh, no. They well uh, well they haven't said anything about the multiverse. They, have they, got they just in Spider Man, just in Spider Man, and it was a psych. 
It was a fake out. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, so geez. maybe, maybe Wanda's at least if not responsible for creating it or birthing it, maybe responsible for opening said gateways to it. Yes. Like, okay. I don't know. There's a lot. And this is, we've had three episodes of what really should be a mediocre sitcom. And we've like, I don't even think we've scratched the surface of what's going on here. Now, what a great right, show. Right. So, so is it just me or is it like, we all thought like, okay, they've done end game. Marvel's done it. Whatever comes after, you know, we're not sure if it's going to work or not. And they're throwing this at us as the first round. What I dig is they're not like, trying to do what they've done. Like, right. Like they gave us the big bombastic blockbusters now, and now they've kind of pulled back. And now they're telling us some like quieter, more character driven, drawn out stories and try, instead of topping themselves, they're going a different route, which I respect. Like that's totally different. Yeah. And if they're doing it well. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't doubt that. I mean, they hired the best people. Oh yeah. Well, and but I, I mean, yeah, it just, it's, it's just, it's one of those things where you're like, can they keep winning? Sorry. I know I keep we're talking. Over you. It's no, like, no, but no. I, you keep Sorry. sitting, I keep sitting there going, can they keep winning? Cause every time we think, we think like, okay, this has got to be a stinker. It gets better. It's like, you know, um, they haven't made a stinker yet. They've made movies that aren't as successful as others. And they've oh, got, yeah, I know. Like, and like, you know, I wouldn't say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. lasted a long time, but I don't know if it's like great, you know, Thor well, yeah, but again, is, that wasn't like, but Thor two is kind of like me. I mean, Avengers dark side of the moon, kind of like me, like they've, I think a lot of their part two movies are kind of looked me. down upon. Yeah. I yeah. think a lot, with the exception of winter soldier, which was the bomb, like everything else, everyone kind of looks down on. So I think they do have some like dark world, Dark World, uh, Iron Man Two, Avenger, Ultron, Guardians Two. I like it a lot, but it's not as well loved as the original. Mm. Like Ant- I think a lot of their part two, Ant Man Two, good but not as good. Same deal, you know. Yeah. Assumes that they seem to find themselves again with three. Huh. Well, they've gotten better too. I mean, like they they have the only, the only thing they need to fix is. Can we please not always have bad guys or villains that have the same powers as the good guys? I agree with that. I'm I'm really well, done or, with the, the mirror. Well, I think I think we're there now. True. Maybe we'll see. Or not have bad guys that were created by Tony Stark. Um, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> a lot of those. Uh, they're gonna find it, it, it. Four four more movies in, they're gonna find his vault, and they they're gonna pull out something else so, like Jacob. Oh, that's or something. that's coming. Yeah. The vault of Tony Stark, like Al Capone in the eighties, they're gonna find it. <laughs> yeah, only he's, right. little, he's allowed something in it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've said enough about it this week. And if you're watching it, you're enjoying it. Let us know in the comments down below, over on uh, Twitter or Facebook or wherever you found us, and uh, let us know what you think of the show and and what you think of what's going on so far. What are your theories? Let us know because you know. We're, we're not that smart. All right. On that note, we're going to take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. And it's time for some social media madness. My wife is texting me as the show is going on. She <laughs> says, Iron Man 3, you said they haven't, and I questioned, she goes, you said they haven't made a bad movie yet. So she shares she shares my opinion of Iron Man three. Apparently, I didn't think it was that. Apparently, we got someone who wants to be a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're open for extra co-hosts. I, I just I don't think it was that bad. Like, I I mean, even their stinkers weren't that bad. Nothing as bad as what DC's putting out. Oh God, no. <laughs> oh God, oh. no. When like everything below Wonder Woman, everything outside of Wonder Woman's been okay at best, very bad at worst. Uh, yeah. Speaking of DC. Um, 
we had talked about the uh, Superman and Lois teaser that came out uh, a couple mean, weeks ago. Smallville Part Two. Ah, see, you're, you're, you stole it, Greg. Oh, sorry, uh, Drew oh. Williams over on Twitter said he has no interest in watching Smallville again. How old are the kids compared? Like, I thought the kids. I thought they were little too in Supergirl, but they're obviously teenagers now. So I I don't know if but they're we'll making this. Too, you know. So we're guys were safe. My wife does not want to. Okay. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if Wanda's powers are even warping the DC universe at this point. Like. <laughs> so. Are they making them better? But, yeah. No, nothing. Nothing could do that. <laughs> no. 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 I mean, the DC shows on CW are okay. We've, we've. Mostly. I think we can all. Haven't we jumped the shark with them? Well, I the the we one, did. the the Batwoman is dead. Like I, I watched I, that. I, I, I couldn't even get through that. I, I don't Sorry. know what's going to save it. I don't even know. No, it's not. It's it's worse. It's worse than um, Gotham. Save Yeah. Speaking of Smallville. All right. All right. Speaking of speaking of uh, things that might save universes. Um, of course, we talked about Chris Evans possibly returning to the MCU, and uh, he denied it. But we all know yeah. that. Yeah. We, we all He's know not Tom Holland, there. so we can't we we can't go by that. <laughs> um, Timothy Jones said uh, it was it was a fitting ending, but sad to know we wouldn't see Evans Cap again after Endgame. It would be awesome if Evans did come back as Cap in some form, maybe like a Force Ghost, but with better acting. The Force Ghost. How do you like your grapes? I prefer mine sour. Available oh. at finer newspapers across this great land. <laughs> um, the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour said, setting up for Avengers Forever as the next Avengers movie? Question mark. Well, that'd be interesting. It would be interesting. And, I, and it does, there are things that seem to hint to that. I would be. That I, you know what people don't call that out enough as being like one of the best Avenger stories ever because it was kind of that Marvel dark period, but like <clears throat> that's a good story, best yeah. of music right there. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Randy Savage uh, uh, from Cult Forty Five. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because Randy told me the other day that he only comments on our stuff so that we will say his name in every episode. <laughs> that's good marketing right there. That is good marketing. It's good, good plug for the podcast. Yeah. Smart man, smart man. Um, <laughs> in those free plugs. Uh, WandaVision should retcon old man Steve and add the X-Men so we can set up a new versus. And then, of course, it's the shut up and take my money uh, fry from Futurama GIF. You know, you know that, that, that makes me think what would be really wonderful is if one of the WandaVision episodes, we saw Deadpool walk by in the background because he oh, would that. That's would definitely totally... possible, man. I know. If, if there's... What a great oh man, I hope they're Feige. <laughs> if, Feige. If, like first off, Deadpool could do that. Second off, he would do that. Yes. Thirty oh, should. What a great introduction to a universe that would be. People would pop. It would Doesn't even ruin. have to say anything. Just walk by in the if, background. If they, it would if kind they of ruin do. the seriousness, you know. Just just walk by in the background and like in an, an episode, not not even like in focus and go and then walk and then walk off stage again. That's if all you have to do. No, if it's the multiverse, they can just have like a rip in the fabric of the universe and just have them walk out of it and go, okay, I guess this is where I am now. Something, <laughs> something like, like that. There's something there. There's something there. Maybe, maybe, maybe buying a chimichanga in the background. <laughs> and then uh, 2000 DC said, the man said he was done. I believe it. Not to mention his arc was really well tied up, tied up. It's not really tied up. He's just 
There's actually giant gaping holes in his arc. Yes. But like, it's okay. If he comes back, I would feel so fan serviced. It would take away from the spectacular, the spectacle of the MCU. See, it would, if, it would take if away they brought from him the... back, they so, do it again. Right? Like he, he no, he'd be through... good. If they brought him back, they would find a good reason for it. We, they we could can't... do. They could do a whole Iron Man four and five based on him jumping through time, returning the stones. So mm. yes, they could. So you're telling me the fan service would take away from the fan service we've already been fan service? Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, come on, man. Let's. <laughs> And again, and again, uh, 2000 DC, um, like, uh, seriously, how many times have people in the MCU movie said, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. That's a rumor. I'm not casting them. Yeah. We're casting. Now, now, now just, just, to, just to make mention, um, how it should have ended has already done a, an entire episode of Cap going through time trying to return the stones. And it was hilarious. Trying to put the stone back uh, on that planet where... Um, where uh star lord was and you know just trying to reach in and put it back in and getting you know getting his arm shot <laughs> like you know just all the stuff yeah you know, what do you mean i need to, a box for this <laughs> it's like where's the damn wand <sighs> you know? so yeah that, i would i would recommend go seeing that because that was that was funny all right now we had discussed i okay i have to apologize i did not put the poll up yet if, whether uh, whether or not we should live stream because I figured we should wait a little closer to when oh, that's a good point. the show is going to be on HBO Max because people will forget that they voted to, for us to torture ourselves. However, um, Randy did comment. He said, yes, live stream it. The less people pay for this unnecessary cock flapping, the better. Cock flapping. Cock flapping. Uh, right? Cock flapping. I feel like that Warner Brothers, Hansel? Hansel? You ever see that one? The book? Never mind. <laughs> my five looney tunes fans out there know what i'm talking about but yeah oh, oh, okay, cock, okay. cock flapping yeah yeah i, I know i i you know yeah is that up right up there with fingerprints i mean you know <laughs> that's a good oh! <laughs> that's a good one nice um uh you know it, uh, randy we would be talking over the whole thing you wouldn't be able to Oh no, that's why it's going to be great. MST three King it. No, this needs to happen. You want to get kicked off of YouTube? This is our key. Oh, good. So this is this is it. This is yes. This is our riff track. Along the lines of the Snyder cut, um, Megapodtastic again. This is the hill he wants to die on, folks. Joe, I don't know why. Um, hashtag Team Whedon cut. I just can't fathom the guy who gave us. Man of Steel is going to top the guy who gave us Buffy, Angel, Avengers, and Firefly. Whedon greater than Snyder. Like no one said he was going to top anything, but we're never oh, going to get. We didn't say that. There's lots of other people who are saying this. I don't think this one's directed at us, but there's a there's a lot of lunatics out there that think these movies are that like that the, that the missing film is this you know Rosetta Stone or the Ark of the Covenant, and we're going to be blessed with. Leonard Cohen singing more. I guess. Are, are they, are, are, what are they, are they? Are the missing scenes along with the uh, the missing Trump votes? I guess uh, this is what we're talking about about Dave trying to keep the show not political. Yeah, I know, I know, right? It's like, T-boning I, it every chance we get. Uh, I'm 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 sure DB Cooper has the missing film. So, so are we done? Yeah, um, I'm done. <laughs> very good, Dave. Very good. So, so we had uh, we had made the, the the Amish insurrection joke last week and. John, you had made a comment about oh, oh we God, just need to get I do. we just need to get Weird Al involved, and that it would be something. We got something great here. So when 
the rant with Herman James retweeted us. He retweeted us with an image of Weird Al churning butter from the this, paradise. paradise. Yeah, this yeah. is this is the greatest gif of all time. <laughs> Mr. James, sir, I will be using this frequently. This is Weird Al churning butter, but essentially doing the jerk off motion. This is <laughs> this is art. I have not seen this video in a long time, so I forgot this existed. I'm going to use this for everything. Be prepared for me to bombard everyone with this gif. Oh my God. Thank you, sir. I hope you listen to the show because I'm you can't so appreciative. Art. This is art. Okay. Oh. On that note, boys, girls, if you want to know how you can be part of social media madness and follow us on social media, here's our good friend D Square to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of social media madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at SuperheroSpeak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network includes great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. All right. Thank you for that, Don. Are you collecting yourself, Dave? I've I've, I've collected myself. Okay. Uh, uh, All right. And uh, don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerd Podcast, available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. Um, Don will greatly appreciate you. Tell him we sent you, and uh, and he'll give you a little something special. Got a good show too. Mm. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to take our next commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, you guys, ready to talk some news? Not really, but go ahead. Um. So, so JD, you sent me this article. I did. This is not like what we normally talk about, but um, but we do talk about the streaming stuff a lot. Correct. So that's why I thought it would be applicable to our normal conversations because I do think that uh, I'll, I'll I'll break this one because this is one I threw and this is kind of my wheelhouse. WWE announced today that their their over the top network that's existed since 2014 will fold into Peacock. So WWE Network now becomes part of Peacock. The network used to be uh, 9.99 a month. And now will be available in Peacock for $5.99 with ads, $9.99 without ads. And it's a five years, $1 billion deal. All right. I, I need to also say that I I work for NBC Universal Comcast, so I can't say anything about this. Cool. Um, <laughs> then I will do the talking. And why uh, is the... Can I ask why is the channel called Peacock? It's just a horrible, horrible name. Anyway, because the, the NBC I Peacock. Know. Hey, yeah, hey, that that didn't come from Comcast came from side. You. They came from the NBC Universal. No, no, side. I, I think I think that was your <laughs> idea, John. I Clearly. think that was totally no. total. You were in a meeting and you said Peacock. Only, only, only if I were doing it to sabotage them from internally, and I wouldn't do that. 
So here, I'm yeah, because you, you like your job. Yeah. Um, so here's what's interesting is WWE launched this network in 2014. And at the time they were, um, <clears throat> they projected to have three to 4 million subscribers. Seven years later, they're at 1.1 million domestic 1.7 million worldwide. So it grossly underperformed expectations. And at the same time, what they, this is what's interesting about the WWE network thing is they, they used to have these pay-per-views every month that cost like 50 bucks. So clearly not everybody was buying these pay-per-views, but the thought was, enough people would watch more of them if they were free as part of their subscription service on top of just this dearth of like of library content. Cause they not only do you have everything WWE's ever did, you did everything with WCW ever did everything ECW did and all these older territories like this, <clears throat> this network was just like, if you're a fan of pro wrestling was huge. And there are lots of fans of pro wrestling, aren't there? Tons. I mean, I thought, I thought that would, well, be, that would be like one of the no brainers. Here's what's interesting about this. And this is why I, I kind of wanted this is we talked about what were the first, like the dominoes are going to start to fall. Mm-hmm. Right. And Peacock had under heaven underperforming because what was, you know, other than the office, why do you go to Peacock? And then well, they said, okay, for free. Well, you get it for free. I mean, I have it for free, Comcast, but I, so yeah. And I, well, we have it, for, we have it free with uh, Roku. I mean, the, there's a free, there's a free peacock, but I mean, if you want, if you want this, this upgraded version of it, it's five ninety nine with ads, ten nine ninety nine without ads. Which, whatever. Here's what I find interesting, is that the, this it, WWE was like they thought they were on like the cutting edge, and a lot of other pro wrestling companies have followed suit. Is what they really did was they educated their audience that their prod that their product is not worth as much as it used to be, mm-hmm. and at the same time, well, because they were getting about five million viewers a week on their main shows now. 2020 the show on fox on network tv gets about two million and the show that's been on uh, usa for 30 years raw gets you know a million and a half to 1.7 million most weeks so their viewership has plummeted in the is last it, five years is and it because yet, of talent or ta- the this mcmahon has lost his, has just lost his touch like he doesn't this the storylines are not as engaging and like there's a lot of there's a lot of very shady business practices that are done and if you're interested in this stuff i'd check out fight game or you know uh, processing show on the other podcasts i do but i mean like the product is not engaging fans the way it once did however they've signed three billion dollar three individual billion dollar deals in the last four years so they're not i don't want to say failing upward but they're engaging less people and making more money because you know peacock needs stuff right and wwe has lots of stuff and while they're not doing well with their own service peacock needs something so they cut a billion dollars just to have more stuff on their network now personally i think they overvalued what wwe's worth is but that is not my call as a consumer and i don't i don't watch wwe anyway so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get this new peacock act but i thought it was really interesting in comparison to the stuff we normally talk about with like what streaming platforms are starting to die it seemed like dc universe was the first victim I think WWE is the second. Wait, 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 hmm. wait. This is interesting. And, and we can piggyback off of this. So, yes. um, right. So DC Universe died. Mm-hmm. Tubi died. Tubi, did Tubi die? Wasn't Tubi the, the one where it was like they took it and broke it into 10-minute things to watch on your phone? No, no. Uh, no. Quibi. 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 Tubi is where I watched Transformers with Andy. So that's what I was like. I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. So, so Quibi died. And, and then now... Uh, the WWE, and it's like so. What's interesting is I don't like DC got folded into HBO Max because they own it. All right, and C and CBL X, CBS All Access is getting folded into Paramount now, which makes sense. You folded into the parent company, so now they've and that's another one Quibi, too that hasn't really CBS All Access. Yeah, Quibi got bought 
the the library got bought for a billion dollars by uh, Roku. But that's all it was. That's all that was all, ever created for was to was make a sale like that. Oh, yeah. oh wow, a billion dollars! Where are people getting a billion dollars? Like all these billions of dollars just getting tossed around. <laughs> Tax so, cuts. A lot of money, man. That's true. That, never mind. So so <laughs> so billion dollars for Quibi. So what's interesting is yeah. that you had these niche. They were all niche, right? No, all of them, all niche. Yeah. They were all niche. They all failed basically upwards, except for the DC app because they, you know. Because Warner is Warner. Because Warner's Warner. Um, but it's like how quickly, you know, we talked about, we've been talking about the streaming wars. Everyone's talking about the streaming wars. But, and you would think everything would explode during the, the pandemic, but it's like, no, it's going the other way. Like everything's folding in on itself now. Well, because, because so many people have lost their jobs during the pandemic well, not and, only- or, or, or lost hours. Yeah. How can you pay for five, eight streaming services correct and i think there's just not enough there's not enough hours to engage everything on these apps like even the wrestling ones i like i'll pick one up for a month because there's a show i want to see right Mm -hmm. and then i'll drop it like i had new japan this month and now i'm going to drop it for something else because there's nothing going on in february i want to see like i don't i don't like and i'm i think people used to be the gym membership mentality or people don't realize the subscriptions they have and 10 bucks a month goes quick yes but when you have nine things asking you for ten dollars a month all of a sudden you're a lot more you're a lot more on top of the subscriptions you pay. Yeah. What what happened is we were rich. It looked like we were going to have like, because remember when we got it as like Hulu used to kind of be everything used to kind of get unloaded to Hulu and Netflix had all the movies. It used to be Net- Hulu had all the TV, Netflix had all the movies. And then now everything is its own thing, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's starting to collapse back in on itself. You know what we're going to have when this is done? Four apps were back to network TV. Pretty much. <laughs> like we yeah. are, we're going to be back to, it's going to be Disney, Netflix, probably Peacock, HBO. And you'll have a couple of smaller players like Rooster Teeth and Crunchyroll and, you know, a few others. No, they're all Cr- Crunchy, well, I actually, Cr- Crunchyroll just got yeah. bought by Sony. So yeah, who knows yeah. what's going to happen there. I mean, you know. Sony, I don't think, has enough content to create its own system. And Sony was the, Sony was the first player in this with Crackle. Back in yeah, the Crackle, I forgot about Crackle. They were yeah. they were so ahead. I pitched a show to Crackle a long time ago. Like they were so ahead of the game as far as creating original digital content that it's almost like you're too early, you're in trouble. Right. Like it seems like like Crackle's been left behind, but Sony's got stuff too. And I think they're almost too late with getting rolling on that. Like I don't know if the Paramount network is gonna work, you know? And I don't I mean Hulu I don't think is going anywhere because it's got that Disney money. I have heard uh Disney Plus will eventually roll ESPN plus and Hulu into itself. Yeah, you know? I, I believe that. I think that's where so I think I do. I think we're gonna have four major players. And then, like you're gonna have, like, like you said, like your 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 crunchy role for you, your you know uh, a Dragon Gate wrestling for me, you know your smaller players that aren't meant to be behemoths. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just we're here, man. Like we've been talking yeah. talking about it for years. Like this is eventually gonna start collapsing in on itself, and this is like this is it. Now it's coming. Now we see who survives. Let me ask you, HBO, I thought sucked until I got it. You know, I'm writing these stories now to justify for the write up so I can keep it. You know. <laughs> So right, right. Um, I don't know, man. It's interesting. Like we're here. By the way, you said HBO had Godzilla movies. It doesn't Does, have all the Godzilla movies. It's it, all the Godzilla movies. I said has Godzilla movies. Yeah, it's it's not got any of the new ones. It's got the ones you've seen on TV already, time and time again. Correct. You know, well, it's got the new one. It's got well, you're right. It doesn't have the. Uh, it doesn't have anything the, after 1978. It has the 2014. It has the said the new wave because well, you're right. It has the original Godzilla movies and it has the new ones like. Right, but it doesn't, doesn't have any of the, the ones no. that Toho made, you know, between 70, well, 78, 478, 
because there's the there's American not, ones. There's not a big market of that as America as there are people watching for nostalgia from the stuff from the 60s and 70s. Well, yeah, Ghidorah oh. and Kate was it? Yeah, Ghidorah and uh, Megalodon. We, we watch them all. Like Andy and I have watched them all. So, mm-hmm. speaking of of uh, oh Dave, this American. Is this is why you're the show leader. <laughs> Speaking of things American audiences want and Godzilla. Here's Dave. Thank you, John, because we got the Godzilla versus Kong trailer this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't which, know about this yet. At least it looks like they they um, did some of the monster fights in what do they call that. Oh, that's right. Daylight. Um, uh, you know, so you it's weird because scenes. it's like I, I got the vibe I got from the trailer and correct me if I'm wrong. They're making Kong sympathetic and the hero, mm-hmm. and they're making Godzilla the aggressor. Or was like, the opposite before? Kind of. Well, here it well well the original one, depending on what country you're from. Um, yeah. Yes, they're saying why is Godzilla attacking people? I have a theory. Oh yeah, that's right. They mentioned that in the trailer. It's like mm-hmm. Godzilla. Godzilla's upset about something, right? Right. It's like, yes. So maybe have... it, so this might they might uh pull a switcheroo in the end and have godzilla and king kong team up on something mecha godzilla when mecha godzilla first shows up he's wearing godzilla's skin he tricks everyone to thinking he is godzilla when he's an alien controlled robot in the first appearance of oh mecha my godzilla. god you're right so i think that's exactly what we're getting here i think we're getting mecha godzilla <sighs> and then the real dude is going to come out and we're going to get king kong and godzilla versus mecha godzilla and i don't know gigan i have no idea just throwing that out there. yeah gigan yeah right, sure whatever i have a theory one of those dave Malkin. they're gonna fight each other to near death and godzilla's gonna look up at kong and go mothra Why'd you oh, say no. that name? <laughs> Why'd you say that name? Some, someone's been reading his memes this week. Oh, well, I mean, that got pushed out by all the Bernie stuff. Oh, Although, God, don't know. get me started on the Bernie meme. The Bernie meme ah. is the greatest meme of all time. We are I living know. in an epic era of memes. Look, that, okay, okay, it's fine. Uh, side side trip here. Like, I get one or two memes, maybe, maybe even 10 memes. Like, every time I open up Facebook, there's I 20 new bernie Twitter, memes twitter's the same way you know what the bernie meme has become remember that simpsons gag with the rakes yes Where sideshow yep. bob it's he looks at the you know the first the first one's you know kind <sighs> of first. the third one it's like okay this is ridiculous the sixth one you're like what is going on by the 12th one you're in tears yeah because it's so ridiculous that's what this is like every time like at first i was like okay that's cute okay i think i've seen too much i'm done this is amazing that's literally the arc that i've gone on with the bernie meme uh, was, i haven't well, gotten to this is amazing yet like, well it's <laughs> phenomenal it's also i mean part of it is because it's not, uh, to to have a member of of the senate who is just a real person yeah you know like one of the biggest memes i've seen it wasn't like a, a photoshopping his chair it was the actual picture with his list his do to list for the day and it's like you know uh get breakfast uh number two um you know biden's something or other and number three go to the post office it's like you know it's just he's just He's very, he's very every man that's part of the, the bernie charm and like what i like about it is he took the meme put it on a shirt sold a bunch of it and gave all the proceeds to meals on wheels yeah like it's like that's what you do with some meme fame good for yeah them. meme theme meme fame but meme theme works too mean meme theme? i can't say that mean th- meme mm. yeah but he couldn't possibly put everyone on a t-shirt because that would no, be put just him. thousands of t-shirts just, just the one with him on the shirt i know i know that's Thank brilliant you. Good move and on can, can I add something quick into this uh, conversation? Like, uh, I, some like a change of scene here for a second. Like, I was just, I was just going through a couple of websites, and I think 
like um remember we've talked about um invincible yes yeah uh so that's premiering in march and there's a new preview out so just to add that oh yeah a mid-show you're gonna add throw news at us yes yes i'm gonna add that but right away what is happening? What's going on? No, Invin- Invincible. Amazon. Amazon. Oh, yeah, 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 Invincible. yeah, the cartoon. We talked the about cartoon, that a while right. ago. Yeah, so it's it? coming out It's coming out in March, and there's a new preview for it. Yeah. So. Oh, there is. I missed that. Yeah, yeah I didn't see it either, so we can't. And they're going to have action figures from it. Diamond Select. Oh, well, why not? Because, you know, if it's not Diamond, it's not a Diamond. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if it's not Diamond, it's crap. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, my, my theory is Mothra will... Uh, make it make them become friends. I'm uh, it's definitely possible. Who you know who's really you know who's really excited for this movie? Andrew Oliva. God, he saw that trailer and lost his mind because he's going ah. through a huge Godzilla kick right now. I bought him a big or he bought him with his own Christmas money from his grandpa. He I made him pay for the at the cash register. He's got this big inflate and I can play with this stuffed toy Godzilla. And he walks around with it all the time like this, and he talks about Godzilla's going to sleep with me in my bed now. He's going to protect me from now, one, uh, from uh, from King Ghidorah. It's just Ghidorah. Now, now you've you've brought up a very wise and very knowledgeable child. I'm very proud of myself. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> do you think seeing like if your theory is correct, which it seems like it probably is, do you think he'll get upset seeing Godzilla as the aggressor at the beginning of the movie? He did not like it when we watched the trailer. He said, "Daddy." Godzilla's supposed to be a good guy. And I said, well, yeah, but in the other movies, there's no daddy. In King of Monsters, Godzilla is a good guy. He eats King Ghidorah. And I, so that's where I came up with this. I watched it again. I said, well, but it's probably just Mechagodzilla, like in Mechagodzilla. And he went, that's right. That's what Mechagodzilla did. So I, I said it just to ease my four-year-old. And then I thought, you know what? There might be something to this. I, so. I don't know. The way he moved... Like, well, I mean, this is an update, so maybe because Mecha Godzilla was always like you thought you thought Godzilla was stiff. Well, yes, you know, but think about them as like the uh, the new breed of zombie. They move fast now, right? Mecha Godzilla moves quick now. He's like, oh, what if it's like liquid metal, like the term, like the T one thousand, liquid Mecha Godzilla. Toho, give me money. Oh God, uh, I, 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 I think James Cameron would have something to say about that, but <laughs> he's. Making more ocean documentaries. I you know. don't care. <laughs> I know. Uh, speaking of new things and taking a second look at stuff, um, we got a actual trailer for Superman and Lois. Um, did you guys get a chance to look at it? <clears throat> yeah, I did. And has it changed your opinion on the show at all? Yes, it's Smallville. <laughs> this is Smallville. Am I wrong here? Like uh, it feels like it feels like. So when they did the Crisis crossover, and we got. Um, Actual Smallville. We got the actual, you know, Smallville. We got, uh, uh, but he gave up his powers, that version of Superman, mm-hmm. um, which I still don't understand why they did that other than uh, Tom Welling saying, okay, I'm putting a lid on being Superman. Yeah, it's Tom Welling being like, I'm done with this because he's got so much else to do. So th- this this feels like, okay, that idea, let's make an entire TV show about it on the farm, but he still has his powers. And his <laughs> kids are somehow teenagers now. Where, like in the CW universe, they were so, babies. She, they, they were, yeah, they had just been born. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to explain that. Bendis did the same thing. Um, this is Smallville, guys. Like, it's Smallville. Like, it's like, this is it's, what happened. It's like 20 years later, Smallville. I, Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I thought the one thing I thought was weird in the trailer, they're kind of sh- making it like he tells, so he, he waits till they're teenagers and he tells his kids he's Superman. So I'm guessing like they start showing some powers or something, and that's why he tells them, and they don't believe him at first. 
Well, why would you believe your dad is super? I mean, like, that's the thing about being, like, there's a lot of poetry. Okay. For my four year old, I'm his hero. When he's 14, I'm going to be an idiot because that's yeah. just what it's like with, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the, uh, the grand arc of children, right? So, because you learn... get stupid when your kid hits puberty. <laughs> Correct. That's how it goes. I mean, I, having worked with kids and been their, been their, you know, supplement parent when they don't want to listen to their father, I get it. Like, this is the arc. But so that's like, it makes sense to me for the kids. It makes sense. Like, it seems like he's like, oh, I'm not going to, he's going to retire Superman to be the dad. And now he has to be Superman again. Like, it makes perfect sense. But again, it's Smallville. That's just, I keep watching this going. They just, they just decided to redo Smallville. It's like they wanted Tom Welling back and Tom Welling said no. And they're like, screw it. They were fine. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that, I, and I think that's true because there have been rumors for years they were trying to get him to come back and at least guest on one of the, cw shows and then when he finally does it it's like yeah i'm coming back but i have new powers you know like yeah it's like when han, it's like when hans when uh, harrison ford came back to be han solo he's like fine as long as i die you know yeah tom mullen is harrison ford said the spoken for the first time ever on this show <laughs> <laughs> might be spoken the first time ever period period like i said and like first time ever comma on this show you know yep all right so Speaking of things that won't die, we already talked about uh, Vision and the cut post credit scene. So we're going to switch over to Harry Potter. This just broke today, I believe. Um, HBO Max is developing a Harry Potter TV show. So are they just going to redo Harry Potter? Is that the plan? I don't know. Because uh, it says it's setting the wizarding world of Harry Potter. So, you know, like oh, we've got so, no. the... so it's no Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Right? So it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's Agents, Agents of, of, of Hogwarts. Agents yeah, of Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yep. That's Good what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> you know, there were seven books. They did movies for all seven books. Plus plus one. Well, yeah, they broke the last one into two. And then, and then they gave us two more movies based on an idea. There's no real books or anything behind the, um, uh, the, what's the name? Uh, what's the name of the other movies? The Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic yeah. Beasts, where to find them. Right. And it's like, okay, there was a play uh, that they put out as a book, but it's like, okay, so now you're just going to, I don't know. Like, I mean, J.K. Rowling doesn't need the money. Well, and and she's also got kind of a PR problem right well, now. Big so, time PR problem right yeah. now. I wonder, I wonder if that's going to hurt her new book that just came out. I don't think it's about J.K. Rowling so much as about HBO, because like we talked about in the streaming wars thing, they need content. They need recognizable content, because that's yep. what's drawing eyes right now. Netflix has gone all in on creating new content, right? That's my, that's that's a question I have about rights uh, in a situation like this. Obviously, Warner Brothers has the rights to the Harry Potter stuff, but like if they just want to create something new, do they need to get permission or like, no, but right. If they want to, it depends on how the contracts are, are worked out. And I'm sure JK Rowling want like, sure. She has a lot of money, but I'm sure she wants more money because you know, capitalism. Hmm. So I think that she's all probably on board, but this is also like super early in this. And I don't, this might be one of those things that never quite happens because yeah. it just doesn't seem like it, it seems like they're trying to do it seems like they're trying to do their own version of mandalorian and it just doesn't uh, quite have that feeling you know yeah i mean i don't know i i don't know if any of us on here are huge harry potter fans so it's no. just yeah the wife will get another shout out tonight because she is a huge harry potter fan but even she has not dug the fantastic beasts movies all that much right and i don't think she'd be into this idea yeah it's like doing a um it's like doing a movie with uh Luke Skywalker, but making him a, a hermit that no one likes. Oh, wait. Uh, 
made a billion dollars, which apparently doesn't mean anything anymore. Everything's a billion dollars. Everything's well, a billion dollars. Here's a billion dollars. Well, this cost a billion dollars. They paid a billion dollars. What does that mean anymore? Apparently not a lot. I, I don't mean, think so. There was just a lottery drawing for a billion dollars. So One dude won that. I know. In one Michigan? dude. Craziness. Yes. No one we know, apparently. Hmm. Uh, and if we did, they wouldn't admit they know they, us. Yeah, they wouldn't give a shit. They'd be like, I don't know them. They can uh, suffer. So I guess I have to turn this over to you guys. Um, listeners, are you excited for a TV series based on the world of Harry Potter or not? Like, are we going to revisit this? Is this, you know, do we want Harry Potter to show up as an adult? Or is it a collective fart like we all think it is? Yes. So let us know again in the comments down below over on social media. And, uh, and yeah, let us know. We'll talk about it next week on the show. So... That is all the news we have this week. Guys. Slow week. Slow, slow week. So, yeah. I got something for you guys. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you saw, I first of all, I figured out how to make a screen, uh, a screen capture on my phone. Oh, and wow. I did a screen capture of me scrolling through the free version of the DC Universe Infinite app. Uh, ah. I remember that. Yeah, I yes. my, my account got converted. I, I cancel it. Why? Well, I, I, well, I did the exact opposite. <laughs> I jumped on. Because I've been looking for an a la carte comic service, and like what I really right. wanted was I wanted comics, uh, comics, um, comicsology, unlimited to be Netflix. But then they befell the same fate as Netflix, where everybody's now doing their own thing. So I, you know, I love DC. I had Marvel Unlimited for a long time, but I got rid of it because I just wasn't reading it. And I've been away from DC for long enough now, where I've kind of got the itch. So I dropped the seventy five bucks down. And I got DC, uh, DC Universe Infinite. Boy, that's a lot to say. I love this app. DC UI. Yeah, DC UI. I love this app. For for comics reading, I think it's smooth. I think I have found, I know I've read some reviews saying it's bad, but me, I don't have enough background. But I have found the search functions to be great. Last night before bed, I read Bendis's uh, Superman Man of Steel book that I hadn't read before, and I really liked it. And I'm going to be reading the entire run, which is all there, minus six months. So once things have been out for six months at the retailer, they will migrate into this. And what I like about this better than what when I when we had uh, DC Universe the first time it came around is it's not just curated. Like there's lots of stuff here, and it's not just like the hits. Like huh. it seems like everything is here. Like if I want to read like a run, like they had the, they were they broke. I love this. They had a broken run. They had the Mark Wade Flash run. Read it here. The John hmm. Ostrander Suicide Run. Like it was broken down for someone like me that wants to read. Man, I like because I'll do like, man, I want to read these runs, but I, I can't afford to buy all these books. But I can throw down seventy five bucks once a year and read it whenever I want. Right? You know, like I feel good about that. Like I did again. I did one trade last night. If I do five more, I've already made the money back on it, which I guarantee I will. Like this was right. This was a good pickup, and I highly recommend if you because I've been looking for reason to get back into reading comics for a long time, and I just I think this I was kind of waiting this out, and I'm really glad I did. Like, I really like the interface. I like what I see. Like, it didn't take long to read them. And, like, it's all there. Like, and that's what I appreciate. It's just, like, I can just open up the app and, like, and I want to read Batman. Oh, they have Scott Snyder's run broken down. Oh, they have Tom King's run broken down. Oh, I can read Chuck Dixon, Batman, if I wanted to. You know? I like that. Oh, is that is that your recommendation for the week? Yeah, but we had time, so I wanted to kind of dig into it. So <laughs> no, that's good. I, I, I mean, that I won't cancel the subscription. Then I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out myself. Well, especially because you know? we I mean, do so much. It. Yeah, especially because we like mm-hmm. we'll go like, hey, let's read something like this. 
you know, and rather than having to hunt it down, like you guys, I'm a, I'm a tech war. So, I mean, like rather than buying some off, off Amazon, I would much rather just, you know, open my phone or my tablet and read six issues or read, uh, read a I graphic guess, novel. I guess mm-hmm. I'll have to, I'll have to get the subscription and we'll have to pick something. To it's a week. It's week. a week free trial. Wow. So, I mean, like I would check it out. Like they didn't even listen. They offer a week free before you have to commit. Like it's, you know, and like I said, I thought about doing it, but I was like, oh, screw it. I'm probably going to like this anyway. I'll just pop it down. I like it, man. Like, I really do. Like, I'm really we'll be, happy with it so far. I think we'll be talking something DC next week. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> Take advantage. Yes. Yeah, man. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with this purchase so far. And I think that this is the way I've been wanting to consume comics for a long time. Granted, Marvel was on the deck of this like a decade ago. So, I mean, I can't, yeah. I can't say this is, but I mean, DC is such a, deeper bench as far as comic especially older comics go than marvel does so i appreciate like they they had green lantern stuff from the 40s not that i'm gonna read old racist alan scott comics which by the way they are like but it's but they're there you know so that's Uh, my uh that's my dude this was so cool of the week i'm highly recommended it cool cool how about how about you john you have any recommendations for our audience well in you know uh in view of what what happened with Mira Furlan, I would say go back um, and watch Babylon Five. If you're if you're hurting for things to to binge watch, uh, Babylon Five is probably one of the best science fiction shows uh, ever ever written and ever put on film. Uh, it was it was always going to be a five season and done storyline. And it was written with already like again, J. Michael Straczynski. The man is a freaking genius. Um, he he hates relationships, and that comes out in his writing. But um, he's he is he's brilliant with this kind of long form, long view writing. And uh, there are scenes in literally the first couple of episodes of the first season that heart that set up the ending of the show five seasons later. And there are that it is like even Joss Whedon could not write as um, as good dialogue and as uh, uh, as good jokes as some of these um, some of these uh, act some of the, the the writing's just brilliant. Okay, I'll I'll leave it at that it'll it'll make you cry, it'll make you laugh, it'll make you think. Um, and uh, Mira Furlan as uh, as Delenn was just amazing in it. So I would say go and check that out. Side note, JMS literally wrote my college screenwriting textbook. I wouldn't doubt it. Like he is, he is, and this is, this is actually why I started reading Spider-Man again in college. Cause the guy that wrote my textbook was writing it. And I'm like, Oh, I'll start reading Spider-Man again. So yeah, that's kind of why I have a spot, soft spot for JMS, even though his stuff doesn't fit at all with Marvel Canon, like, but it was well-written stuff. Um, yeah. He's a good writer, man. I think he's better in his own play. I think like a lot of good writers, I think they're better playing in their own world than they are playing with other people's toys. Yeah. You know, personal opinion, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. Babylon five. You'll, you'll laugh. You'll cry. It's better than cats. Quick. Hey, even the, even the space battles are better. They, the, the, well, the then cats, I should hope so. <laughs> the, the, the I ship... hope it had better space battles than cats. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what they said. <laughs> they had better space Sorry, battles. Yes. You. Yes. It did have better space battles than cats. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I was going to say the space battles were actually, uh, they actually better space battles than cats. The, the space My battles, God. Ha- ha- they, 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 <laughs> 
I want that on a DVD to, cover. To actual things, but <laughs> never mind because they, you guys have lost it. MLF five <laughs> quotes better space battles than cats. <laughs> John O'Grady, superhero <laughs> speak podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I look at going. No, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Oh, oh my god <sighs> okay there's your title <laughs> better space battles than cats. cats youtube won't boot us for that maybe they will we talked about cats <laughs> oh my god all right well i will recommend that people go over to superherospeak.com where you can find the podcast every week uh reviews by our good friend d square uh soon some articles by our good friend jd I need to write off this DC Comics app. There my you co- go. My cousin put that on my Twitter because I was dragging my feet. She said, well, if you write an article about it, you'll be a write-off. I'm like, no one's going to publish that. Dave will! And then, <laughs> so, I, so I literally messaged Dave immediately. Like, I need the WordPress account. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, so he can write off his subscription. Why don't, why don't I do that? All right. I don't know, man. I'm asked, that's a great question. Why not? Um, recommendation. I don't have anything this week other than keep watching wandavision um apparently this week is going to be the big reveal of what's what. going on and uh that's a know. that's a hard sell it might not if it doesn't blow people's <laughs> minds they're gonna be like what the hell man if i do it wanna... does, if it doesn't blow your minds let us know in the comments down below <laughs> tell us we're full of shit um i do wonder what this big reveal can like what could they be re- i don't know man that's interesting i like this show it's so different than what anything else marvel's ever done and it's got to be setting up something pretty amazing. Well, Doctor Strange too. Yeah, I mean, the, mul- yeah, the multiverse I mean, like, of madness. It's oh, going to be way better doesn't. than I thought if this is the kind of writing they're I going with. I, I hope it doesn't end on a cliffhanger that has to resolve in Doctor Strange. Dave, prepare yourself. Yeah, it's comics, man. They're it's not co- above that. It's comics. Mm-hmm. Like it's the cliffhanger. We can't have an end. <sighs> that's just don't 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 be mad when that's what happens. <laughs> When All right, a, on that. When we get Stephen Strange doing his thing, be like, can we continue next summer? Yeah. <laughs> or, um, or, and if they if they did as good as the the TV show Grimm, it'll wait a few seconds, and underneath it'll say, "We're sorry." <laughs> did they really do that on Grimm? Yes. Yeah, Grimm. The writing Explain. on Grimm was freaking amazing, and they, their end title cards at the season enders were like a, just hysterical. They're like like the the very first season, it ended with you know to be continued, and then it said, "We're sorry." <laughs> And we were like, oh, you're kidding me. That's awesome. Yeah. I never watched Scrim. I missed out on that. Yeah. So. It's on Peacock, I think. On that note. Probably. We'll be, we'll be, we're to be continued till next week. Sorry about that. And as always, thanks for hanging out with us. Don't let your cape be caught in the door. Have a good week. Holy shit, you changed it up. I was like, just poop myself. (laughs) 